Hello and welcome to the AVSG podcast. I'm back with my buddy Aaron. How are we doing today, Aaron? Hello, I'm good, thank you. How are you, Jules? Uh, I'm tip top. Perfect. Oh, what Couldn't news! Complain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so pleased to hear that. That never happens. Um, yeah. What have we been doing? We have been recording an interview with singer-songwriter from West London who goes by the name of Safia. Yeah, just had a lovely chat with her. Um, go listen to her music. It's all really good. And she's really nice. She she released uh, a track a couple of weeks ago called Free with yep. another London singer called Rada. So uh-huh. we get into that. We get into her uh, EP that came out last year, Third Eye. Mm-hmm. Get into her background, you know, the usual stuff. So, yeah, I hope you enjoy the episode. I really hope you enjoy the episode <laughs> as well. And without further ado, here is Sophia. Sophia, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. Of course I won't comply. very welcome nice. uh yeah good i would say i'm good jules is still ill aren't you well, I'm, I'm all drugged up so it's fine we're good to go <laughs> um we normally start these off um with a few quick fire questions there's only like six of them and they don't require too much thought hopefully so <laughs> don't stress on them they should be fine um do you play any instruments yeah, guitar. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Um, what is your favourite song or the best song you've ever written? I'd probably say Free right now. That just came out. Uh-huh. Lovely. The latest track. The latest track with Rada. Um, what is the best live performance you've seen? Live performance? Or, um, I'd probably say either Half Moon Run or Walking mm-hmm. Chance. Wow. Um to Pimp a Butterfly or Good Kid Mad City? Um, Good Kid Mad City. <laughs> That's the correct answer. <laughs> uh, what's the best book that you've read? Recently, um, I've, I've read Pillow uh, Thoughts. It's like short poetry. Mm-hmm. Um, little quotes that give you like motivation and stuff. Nice. Um, and final question pizza or pasta <laughs> I feel like this is the most dividing question <laughs> pizza pizza I would say that's probably the best anyone's done in terms of actually answering the questions quickly <laughs> so, so well done <laughs> let's talk a bit about kind of you're, where you've grown up and everything. So, you, am I right in saying you've grown up in West London? Yeah. Yeah. And your parents are Moroccan and Portuguese. Yes. Yeah, so um, Portuguese, and my dad is Moroccan. Mm-hmm. Do you know anything about how they met and how they came to settle in West London? Um, I know that they met when they were younger. So my my mum was born here, mm-hmm. and my dad was born in Morocco, but he he kind of he's lived here practically most of his life so 
they just grew up in the area and mm. then they just they just knew each other through friends of friends like when they were young because my mum had me when she was like 19. And did you grow up with um, much of a connection to the kind of cultural heritage of either of those countries? Yeah, I'd probably say my mum's side more because I'm mm-hmm. I don't really I'm not really close with my my real dad at the moment. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'd probably say my my mum my Portuguese side. So, what kind of uh, music were you listening to when you were growing up? Or like, did your uh, okay. family have any influence on the music that you were listening to when you were growing up? Yeah, my mum. I had a big influence on my mum. She loved like R and B, soul. She loved like garage and like. Um, jungle like she oh, yeah. I, I literally I was literally watching this old video of me when I was younger dancing to like 50 cent <laughs> <laughs> that was like sick love <laughs> it um, and so growing up with kind of a lot of music being played around the house then was it always something that you'd aspired to get involved with yeah always <laughs> ever since I was young I was dancing around the living room with the remote in my hand you know, like dirty dancing tracks and stuff. <laughs> Were your family in that sense like kind of encouraging you to get into music or like um were they kind of, was it your decision or was it like them kind of pushing you towards like maybe lessons my, or things like decision. that? It was my decision. <clears throat> like I've always want I've always loved performing and singing or like doing something creative. Like at school I'd get involved in in school plays and stuff and my mum obviously would come and see me so in that in that sense they knew what I liked but mm-hmm. it was only recently that I was like yes I want to do this I want to I want to make music I want to do it properly mm-hmm. and obviously I can support that was there anything in particular that kind of led you to that decision yeah I always had it in the back of my head and then after I went I was at uni for a bit and I was doing law and I mm-hmm. just I don't know it was like I was trying to figure out what I really want to do is this really what I want to do mm-hmm. and I always loved to sing like I would find myself at work and my part-time job going into mm-hmm. like the, an empty space and just like singing on my own just like <laughs> so I just realized like this is obviously what I want to do yeah Lauren's uh music making are quite different career paths I guess so like it must have been a bit of a tough choice to make uh, no because I was like this is long <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know you have to really really want to do it I feel like I have a really passion for something like that as a do yeah. it's a lot of time a lot of effort a lot of, you know and like originally I wanted to do philosophy but that wasn't really like a you know, it's not, I don't know, I didn't know whether that was a good path to go through mm-hmm. because people don't really say that it's a good degree kind of thing. So I thought, mm-hmm. okay, let me try law, the law side of it. With kind of leaving law behind and choosing to focus on music, um, was that something where there had to be like a big discussion with your family and something where it was like a long thought out decision or was it just a, the obvious choice for you? It was the obvious choice for me. And I think already I was kind of like, I wasn't doing as great as I should be doing when it comes to the, like being at uni and stuff. Like, yeah, I wasn't balancing it well. And mm-hmm. My family are very supportive of anything. And yeah, they were happy that obviously I was going to uni and I'm doing, you know, that. But at the same time, my mum and my, like, my family, they're very relaxed and chill. So they're not that type of, 
that will give that put a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Like being academic. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever makes me happy. And did you get involved much in the kind of music scene when at university? Did you do much performing there at all, or was it always something you kind of kept on the side? Yeah, no, I just kept on the side. Like I sing at home, like trying to do covers, and like mm-hmm. I said, sing at my part-time job, like hideaway and stuff. <laughs> but not not in terms of uni. Like I didn't really get involved that much with like um, clubs and things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you said that like you were at uni and then you kind of kept music aside. So you've only really been releasing music for the past couple of years. Were you making before, were you making music before that or did you only recently get into like actually making music yourself and did you only recently decide to release your music or like was there always music there and then? So um, I met my manager, like basically she's my school friend. So I've always known mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. And then from there, um, you know, she kind of knows that I like to sing and stuff. Um, so she and she got involved with this record label, this independent record label. And um, mm-hmm. from there, I was like, okay, maybe I can like actually do something. And I was already like doing covers and trying to fiddle around with like garage band and stuff like that. But and then since like going into the record label, that's when I really like delved into it and started to make music. And then yeah, obviously release it. But before that, <clears throat> I was making like you know I was mainly doing covers and stuff and mm. recording. When you were um, creating the EP then, Third Eye, um, which came out last year, was it quite a conscious process of what tracks were going to go on there and how they'd all work together? Or was it just kind of you'd been making and recording tracks for a bit of time just to get your um, get started and then they just all fit together? Uh, yeah, kind of a bit of both. I'd probably say more the latter one. So like, yeah, just trying to find my sound, trying to find what I want and obviously the whole like thing about Third Eye is also like, trying to show people like what I'm about a little bit as well. Do you think that um, the music that you grew up listening to that we were talking about before with like the garage influence, um, do you think that was kind of sewn into the music you're creating now and do you think that's something you want to take forward? Yeah, it's definitely something I want to take forward but I'm also like keen to try different things. Mm-hmm with my sound still perfect that um, I think but obviously still use influences from culture and genres different genres and stuff now that you said that uh, like you kind of brought up listening to like Garage and Jungle and things that kind of makes sense because at the end of Nottingdale it kind of starts to go into like a drum and bass beat which I was very surprised at when I first heard it but like it definitely works like I really enjoyed it but now that you've kind of mentioned that, it makes a lot more sense as to like why you would choose to do something like that. That song in particular kind of structured structured in like a really interesting way. Um, what was kind of the thinking behind setting it up like that? I kind of like halfway through was like, yeah, maybe we should change it up and like just like 
excite like the the audience like they're not expecting this to switch mm. up so that was cool and then yeah mm-hmm. I think the, the like meaning behind it was just like yeah delving into where I'm from and like my family and stuff like that so on on the EP the way I was kind of introduced to your work and this EP was on mornings um which I think fair to say maybe is probably the biggest song you've made so far um so how did this track come together how did you come to work with Finn Foxall um so we had I've kind of knew him from like social media and stuff and friends mm-hmm. and friends and it's just like, everything's like so connected these days um and then from there I, I like I was listening to his music before and mm-hmm. um yeah I was just interested in collaborating and he was still he was down for that and then mm-hmm. got into the studio and made yeah, I just kept making songs basically. Still got some like, unreleased stuff as well. It's cool, but um, yeah, it was it was a nice process. And like mornings, it's just like I don't know. That's one of my favorite songs as well. It's just a feel good, mm-hmm. um, like chill song. And yeah, I'm really happy with it. Do you feel because um, obviously the London music scene is pretty strong at the minute, and you've been collaborating with a few other um, London artists? Do you feel as though you've kind of been welcomed into the uh, community a bit yeah yeah I definitely feel like that I feel like everyone is all growing together um, mm-hmm. like up and coming artists I mean and we're all just supporting each other I think that's really what's most important mm. yeah welcoming people yeah just showing nice. love mm. so with that with mornings in particular so is it kind of you had like a track ready and then you were like to fin Let's work on this, or was it kind of like you started it from scratch together? Yeah, we just started it from scratch together, and we just like got into the studio, like, um, and just started writing together. And this was the, the vibe that we were going for at the time. Mm. And then other times, like we we also did "Shout Me," which is on his mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that one was more like an upbeat like um, mm-hmm. track. So yeah, it was just organic, basically, just making it together at the same time, not not him jumping on anything. Mm-hmm. With you kind of only recently starting to make your own music, was it something where there was any difficulty in terms of writing alongside other people because it's something you'd been doing on your own the whole time? Um, kind of, but when I've been like when I've gone to the studio just myself and, for example, the producer, mm-hmm. I was learning in that sense to even like because just come up with. Um, lyrics like on the spot with the instrumental and stuff and then obviously going into the studio with someone else that you're collaborating with I think you already have to have good vibes and a good relationship and then Mm -hmm. for me that makes it easier for us to create together Mm. freestyle together Um, and yeah there's one one question I had but uh, on the question I have is on you uh, the guitar was that from Cocoa Butter Kisses by Chance the Rapper? Because I heard it and I was like, I'm like really into sampling. When I heard it, I was like, I know this from somewhere. I know this from somewhere. So I wanted to know if that yeah. was like a purposeful thing that you meant to do. 
Yeah, so the producer, Solaris, he likes his samples too. Mm-hmm. And I just thought to put that in the, and like go with it and change it up. Oh, it's you again. Thinking you could show your face again. No, I'm not your friend. I don't want to see your face again. Emotions running high. Thinking about the time. City training. You've been complaining. Going insane. Thinking about the day. Would you say that kind of music like Chance Rapper has an influence on your uh, musical like out, like creative output or was that more like a decision from the producer? It was more it was more a decision from the producer but I definitely love Chance the Rapper. I like everything that he represents and like his sound, uh, the mm-hmm. fact that he's always like, experimenting as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely like that song so. Um, with most of your music coming out in 2020, um, obviously you haven't been able to get the live response from it and perform as much. Um, have you been able to tell really the reception from it and how have you dealt with kind of the difficulties of having all we, most of your major releases coming in lockdown? Um, I have been able to see the response from it. Like, I think it's been going really well. Mm-hmm. Voice, like a lot of people showing support and I think right now lockdown people are on their phones are listening to music um, more than probably ever so mm-hmm. um, yeah no I think it's it's good I think the only thing obviously downside is being able to see the actual reaction and yeah. in person with the, whether that be through performing and stuff um, but yeah hopefully this year we can get some something shows mm-hmm. so would you say that like because I think quite a common thought is that like artists now obviously aren't able to perform so they can't promote their music in the same way and it's a disadvantage would you say the opposite that like everyone's at home listening to music now this is actually an advantage to you that lockdown's happened in terms of releasing your music um i'd say it's a bit of both advantage because people are yeah more active everyone's on their like socials and stuff people are releasing music and it's just their kind of thing through promo and stuff whereas maybe on a day-to-day life people are at work they're busy and they might miss things like that mm-hmm. um, so yeah I think it's good in that sense and then obviously a disadvantage because who doesn't want to go to live shows and, yeah. and like so mm-hmm. who doesn't want to perform and have that feeling so that's that's the thing but they've in like people have been doing live like live streams performances which I feel like is sort of making it an exception but yeah, mm-hmm. no, I don't know. I think it's a bit of, bit of both. So yeah, as you mentioned before, Free has just come out like a couple of weeks ago um, with with Raider. Uh, so yeah, like how did this collaboration come about? Um, yeah, what was the what was the creative like process behind it? Um, so I kind of knew rather through a producer called Jakari. We met before at a, a social, like a charity event. And yeah, I just expressed to her that I, we both like each other's music and stuff. At this point, I had Third Eye out. Um, and yeah, we just decided to get together and see what we can make. So I, I went into the studio with her and my friend, Nikhil. And then, yeah, we just started to make music. And then I also went with Solaris and my other producer. Um, and yeah, we were just creeping on creating until we found something that we were like, yeah, this is it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and that was free. She is free, she is ruthless. Don't step on her toes like she foolish. If you think you can handle me, take a seat. There's no way you can handle me, bittersweet. She knows she is worth it. Fuck what they think, you won't admit. I don't know if you're asking me honestly. If you think that you're right for me, better be. Yeah, it's been it's been good, and the process was really fun. Um, mm-hmm. And we just wanted to make something that was like gonna make women feel good. Mm. And saying now that kind of that's your favorite song that you've written, what is it in particular that you think kind of resonates with you in that song? Um, mostly everything, basically. Yeah, like saying she is free, she is ruthless. That's mm-hmm. kind of like you telling yourself or me telling myself, and just to never forget my worth and things like that and maybe certain things or people have brought me down or Rada for example and other people and we just wanted to like yeah make that a thing just make yourself mm-hmm. feel good and in those lyrics I feel like that that's what it is yeah mm-hmm. yeah like I think because um, we've talked about before in a different uh, episode that two women working together isn't as frequent as like maybe a woman on her own or like maybe a woman doing a hook for a man so back in the day it was like rival like rivals and stuff Mm. it should be like coming together you know Mm -hmm. yeah exactly and do you feel like that is changing now yeah definitely is that something that you plan to do more often like collaborate with other women yeah i'm down for that for sure just yeah, whatever happens, but I definitely think that more women collaborations in the music industry is very important. Like, mm-hmm. And I feel like, yeah, in terms of like equality as well, mm-hmm. we should be coming together. Is there a dream woman that you'd want to work with? I like Snow Allegra. Mm-hmm. Virgo as well, like me. Be- yeah, I really like Snow Allegra. Yeah, I could see that actually working so well together as well. Um, we generally ask as well, at the end we finish with like a recommendation. Um, we would normally say don't do your own music if possible, but if you can't think of anybody, then feel free to say yourself. I'm actually in love with a, it's an acoustic version of this song on um, YouTube though. And I think it's mm-hmm. like mahogany new sessions they're doing like lagoon session mm-hmm. I, I really love it it's carl benjamin friends how pathetic i don't spend enough time on my phone how ironic i'm so okay being all on my own i don't see my friends mm-hmm. no i don't see my friends I'm not familiar with that. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, check yeah. it out. The like the original version is a bit different to the to the one on YouTube, but the one on YouTube, I literally fell in love with it. Like it gave me goosebumps. And um, it's about being like an introvert, and I, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like that. So I was just like, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jules, what have you got for us this week? Um, this week, I know that we did an episode on No Name last week. But I've been yeah. listening to Rainforest more this mm-hmm. week. And honestly, I think it might be the best song she's ever written. What? Honestly. I mean, it's good. About me. <laughs> yeah. Love that song. And exactly. yesterday, 
Yeah. I just think that's just a ridiculous reaction, Jules. I mean, I like the song. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the song, but I, I don't think it can go straight away to the top. It's only been out for like a week or so. Give yeah, it but time. Still, I don't know. Like, I need to listen to this. Yeah, it's really like, good. To be it fair. came out like a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and the themes are like because basically for for my university degree right now, I'm doing a lot of research on neoliberalism and its relationship with hip hop, and. The lyrics in this song was just like, this is everything I'm researching right now. Like it was, mm. it resonated so much with what I'm reading about in like a two, three minute song. So, mm-hmm. and the beat's sick. Like it's by this guy, The Count. If you don't know him, he does like beat videos on Twitter. Um, so yeah, the whole thing, I was just like, I'm so gassed over it. It is just like relentless lyrics, but done in a really good way. Um, I was going to talk about uh, another West London artist just um well i don't know why i said just i was going to talk about hope tala um i don't know if you listen to her much but yeah she was going to be my recommendation this week just really good well-written songs um i really like the um girls like to fight songs. yeah yeah but i was that's listening really... to her before like her um her ep with uh, <laughs> the songs like eden in it Mm-hmm. Yeah, really cool. And Jules, you'll like her because she's got a song with Amine. So you'll oh, really? That. Yeah. <laughs> you got so excited then. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> <Playing> it cool. <laughs> um, perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on, by the way. We've really enjoyed it. Anything to re- uh, promote that you've got coming up? Or is that all quiet at the moment? Um, it's kind of quiet at the moment. I am working on an, an EP. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. That's exciting. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for the support. Um, yeah. Until next yeah. time. See you later. Right.